Today's episode is sponsored by Haya. Haya is a daily children's multivitamin. I actually found out about them through my sister-in-law, and when I looked at the ingredients in these vitamins, I was like, these are so legit. They have 12 organic fruits and vegetables and zero added sugar. While many other vitamins are just candy in disguise, Haya has zero added sugar, preservatives, no dyes, no gummy junk, and they deliver a cleaner, better option for kids. For a limited time, your first order is just $15, which is a $15 savings, and shipping is free. You can click the link below in the show notes, and when you do that, you not only support this show, but you also get half off, and you get to try these amazing vitamins for your kids, so check them out. Today's episode is a reminder for all of us that there is time. You have time. We have time, okay? I know there's a lot going around on social media about how you only have this much time and this much time and this many summers, and they're growing so fast, and they are. And I've also shared episodes about how we do have to be mindful of time and how it is passing and how time can give us a perspective on our life and how we're showing up every single day. But God showed me something recently, and He reminded me of this. And so I wanted to share it with you in case you need the reminder too that there is time for you. You have time. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So grab some coffee, put your headphones in, keep doing whatever it is you're doing. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so we're going to kick things off with a little story time. In fact, I'm probably going to share a lot of stories because I recently went to She Speaks, which is a conference for Christian communicators, writers, speakers, all those good things, and it was amazing. I had like three and a half days that ended up being by myself, just being like poured into, and it was so, so good. Meeting other women, connecting with different experts, and it it was just, it was great. But while there, I'm just going to give you some honest behind the scenes, okay? Is everybody ready for the honesty that that we have here, that we share in this space? Because... Honestly, I don't really know how else to be. Like, I don't know how else to be. So I'm just going to keep it real with you. So if you've been here since the beginning, you've seen this podcast get started. You've seen me try different things. You've seen me share different things. You've seen me take different paths and have, you know, I've always had the same goal and in this end result and maybe like this dream or even I would go so far as to say this promise that I feel like God has given me. And I'm just kind of walking that out every day, right? And this space is where we come together and we talk about really hard things in life and mom life and Christians in 2023. um, Maybe you struggle a little bit with mental health or comparison. You have like anxious thoughts and and all of these things, right? Like these things that people really aren't talking about. That's kind of like what we talk about here. So if you're you're new here and this is your first time, welcome. Welcome to the real life (laughs) The real life. This is space for real life. Um, Okay, so I'll be honest and say, I think we all feel this. I've shared about this before, so it's no surprise that I struggle with comparison just like you do. Um, Whether we compare ourselves to another mom, whether we compare ourselves to someone else in the workplace, whether we compare ourselves to another like homemaker or homesteader or a wife or another writer, another speaker, another podcaster, you know, like the comparison game really has no 
no bounds, no limits. You can compare yourself to anyone in any way for any reason, especially in today's world. And so I show up to this conference having major doubts and major like imposter syndrome. Let me just be fully honest. I was second guessing myself like, wait a minute, why are you going? What are you like? Why? Who, who do you think you are? Like what? It, just all these doubts, all these mean girl thoughts. And so then we get to the conference. I meet all of these amazing people, like so many amazing women. They like already have published books. Some of them have, you know, well-known blogs and they're working on writing other books and they're pitching books and they're, you know, all of these things that are so encouraging and so inspiring. And then of course, I mean, the very first day, the first full day, we have a, a day for writers and we are at Lisa Turker's property, like at her, her home across the street is this beautiful retreat place. It's called Haven Place and it's amazing. And so I'm sitting there in the room with Lisa Turkers, like listening to her teaching her amazing team. Like these cool girls are just sitting up there. I'm in the front row and she is sharing all of these gems, like wealth of knowledge and her experience and her writing process and her you know, book process, how she does all of these things. And it didn't, you know, little old me did not get past the second like session. And I'm like full on about to burst into tears before they even dismiss us to like talk in groups. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way I can talk in a group right now. I'm about to be a puddle of just like tears and emotions. And it, it was so overwhelming. I got up and I went into, I tried to find a place where no one else was. I eventually had to walk outside and I just bawled my eyes out. I was like, Kason, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? You, you have a blog, like you've had a blog before. You write a little bit. You share posts on Instagram. You encourage people in your podcast. Like you do all of these things, but in this, this is the enemy talking, right? He's like, but you aren't writing a book like like not like these people are like you might have these ideas and you might just like put things everywhere in your notes app and Google Docs and like journals. But these girls are like legit. OK, and Lisa Turkhurst has like obviously she's a best selling author and she's written countless books and New York Times bestsellers. And there's just all of these things that the enemy is just literally like I felt like a punching bag. And I felt so behind. I felt so behind. I was like, I am in my mid-30s and I am a couple years into what feels like for me really taking steps forward in this ministry and figuring this thing out and starting somewhere, you know, everybody starts somewhere. And the whole time I found myself being like, I can't wait to be there. Or I want to be there. Or I want to do that. Or I want to be doing that. And essentially, at the same time, I was also like doubting that that would ever happen for me. And I just, to sum it up, felt very defeated. I felt very behind. I felt very unequipped and very much like not the girl for this job. Like, 
I should not have even shown up here because <laughs> I do not belong in the same room as these people. Like, I mean, yes, there are other, there were other beginners and there are other girls starting out like me, but you know, I just had this moment where I was like, you're never, you know, the enemy's feeding these lies. It's kind of hard sometimes. It's confusing to, to know what's me and what's, what's the spirit and what's the enemy. But these lies kept replaying over and over in my mind. Like, you're never going to do this. This is never going to work for you. You're not good enough to do this. You're not a good enough this. You're not a good enough that. And on top of that, you're 30 something years old and you're just starting out. Like you're very much behind here. (laughs) This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. And this is what brought me to tears. And so I kind of collect myself as best I can. I come back to the group you know, they're like, they're kind of like get into small groups of like five to 10 and talk about these questions, these questions. And I come back to the group. There's no telling what my face even looked like. I didn't go to the bathroom before. I didn't even check my phone. Like I should have looked in the camera and like, did I even have mascara everywhere on my face? Like, do I look semi put together? I don't even know. I don't know. But I walked back up to the group and they were kind of talking. So I just awkwardly interjected myself back into my space where I was sitting Um, and they kind of turned to me and asked me to answer the questions. And I just simply said, you know, I, I don't even know what the questions were, but I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. And I'm feeling like I don't belong here. And I'm really not sure. I'm not sure how to answer these questions because I'm not sure how I feel in this moment. I just feel kind of defeated if I'm being honest. I said, but I'm going to be okay. (laughs) to these people who I've never met before. I was like, but it's going to be fine. Like, I know I will, this will pass, you know, I'll collect myself and I've just got to do some mindset work, which I did and which I I do around this because it's not like a one and done thing. So I'm essentially convincing these group of strangers that I'm going to be okay and that this is all going to be great and we're going to have a good time this week and like, I'm fine. Um, And... So back at the hotel, and and it, it was fine. Like after I had my cry and after I pulled myself together, it was fine. And the rest of the day was fine. And God really got a hold of my heart. Like in that moment, when when I think the enemy was fighting so hard for it, at the same time, God grabbed my heart and he reminded me of truth. And um, back at the, the hotel um, that I didn't sleep like worth anything. I got zero sleep the whole time. I don't know why. But I didn't sleep at all that first night. And I got up and I decided, you know what? I'm going to try to stick to my routines and like my daily rhythms as closely as possible. So I want to get up. I want to move my body. I want to have some time in the word, time in prayer. And I did that. And um, I did a workout. And then I went to, they had a separate yoga room, which was so cool. It was just like this long space with mirrors and Um, they had foam mats and they had a bar where you could just kind of do whatever you wanted. It was amazing. So I grab a mat and I'm stretching. And I think that part of the reason why I didn't sleep is because I was so worried that I was not going to wake up to any of my alarms and that I wasn't going to have time to work out. I wasn't going to have time to read my Bible. I wasn't going to have time to get ready and eat breakfast and do all of the things that I needed to do before it was time for me to go and go get on this bus because the conference was being held at a totally different location than the hotel. And so I had to get on a shuttle by a certain time. And I think that's what kept me up all night. I was like, 
I'm just worried I'm not going to have enough time. I'm not going to have enough time. Like I need to, I need to like get my workout in. And I need, I I was like planning, you know, like, okay, I've got this much time to do this. And then I need to come back and get a shower and it's going to take me this much time to get ready. And I found myself after I did my workout stretching, I'm trying to do a meditation and a guided meditation and kind of get my mindset and my focus, get centered and grounded for the day. And I kept checking my phone. I kept looking at my phone and it, it it was almost like I could not even relax and close my eyes and like tune into my breath and focus on the Lord and have that time of meditation and relaxation because I was so consumed about the time on my phone and checking to make sure it was like I would close my eyes for like two or three minutes and be kind of like zoned in into my little sweet spot of meditation. And then I would kind of like come to and be like, oh gosh, like what time is it? I don't want to, I don't want to like, even though I knew I picked a five minute or a 10 minute meditation that wasn't going to put me over the time I needed to get back to the room and get ready. But I was still so worried that I was going to be late. And about probably the 15th time I tapped on my phone to check the time, it was like I heard this little tiny voice I don't know if you want to say it was God or if it was just me or if it was the spirit, like whatever you want to say. But it was not audibly, but it was it was just this voice. Maybe it was me to myself again. I don't really know, but I like to think it was God. And the phrase was, you have time. You have time. There's plenty of time. I kept looking at my phone thinking I was going to be late or that I was behind. And I had plenty of time left to just sit and do my meditation and do my things that I needed to do, right? One last thing that God reminded me of that was so sweet, and I just typed it into my notes, so I'm going to read it to you from my phone. It says, just be right here. Don't rush it. Linger. Wade. Slow down. And savor. So what is it in your life? What part of your day today Can you just be in the moment and not rush through? What can you linger in? What can you just sit in a little bit longer? What can you slow down and savor? And that's what I want to challenge both of us to do throughout the day. And I think we'll find so much peace there and so much contentment there. And so today is all about reminding ourselves that there is time for you. You have time. And on top of that, you're not late. You're not behind because the world will try to tell us, you know, you only get this much time with your kids. Well, the truth of that is we really don't know how much time we get with our kids. That time could be cut short. Nobody knows. I mean, Lord willing, we have X amount of years and more, but you never know. And so to put time into this box It starts to feel to me like I, you know, I start to worry over it and I start to stress and I get anxious, you know, I've only got this much time or I don't have enough time or even feeling like I'm behind, you know, because I do feel like culturally in society, it's like women past their (laughs) thirties, you've peaked, honey. Like there's no more use for you. That's kind of the message that we get. It's like, if you haven't arrived yet and done all of your successful things, then that's very unfortunate because you're on the downhill now. You were on the decline. And I don't know, does anybody else feel like that? It's like the world, speaking from the world's perspective, the world 
it kind of sends this message that like you need to be established and you should be walking in those things and celebrating success, you know, by the time you're 30, in your 30s. And God just reminded me that that's not how he operates and success his definition of success is not the same as the world's. And so I know a lot of us are moms of little kids. A lot of us are stay-at-home moms of little kids. Some of you, like me, are homeschooling moms of little kids. And sometimes, as much as we love those babies, as much as we love being the keepers of our homes, and as much as we love educating them and learning them, learning them, uh, teaching them and learning with them and growing with them and discipling them, There are parts of it that feel like, okay, is this actually for a reason? Like, is there a purpose here? (laughs) Does this matter? Like this work, it doesn't feel seen. It doesn't feel valued. It doesn't feel appreciated. We know there's value in it, but the world certainly doesn't value it. And often our, our kids and our families and maybe even our husbands without realizing it, but it it sometimes goes unnoticed, right? Like if we're just being honest, it sometimes goes unnoticed. And it can be easy to feel like, man, I kind of want to be doing something that feels and seems and looks more important that maybe would get some more recognition that would maybe amount to, you know, success in some way. And all of those are are lies from the enemy. And so I I just wanted to remind us that we can trust in God's timing and we can trust that he isn't late. Like if you've ever walked through a waiting season, then you, you know, he's never early. It's like, God, we know you ain't going to be early, but we gonna, we're going to wait and we're going to keep on trucking. And we're just going to trust that when we get the answer or when the thing happens or when the season changes, like that, that's the right time. That's the right time. And we trust in your timing. You're not early. You're not late. God's not early. God's not late. He doesn't operate how the world operates. And so if he has these purposes for you to walk out and the ways for you to operate in your calling and who he's created you to be uniquely, like your gifts and your skills and your talents, the things that make you you, I've been challenged to ask myself, how is he already using those things with what he's given me? And am I stewarding those things well? Because I would say that one of my gifts is I love teaching. I love learning. I love reading. I love, like, I'm kind of a nerd. I have my degree in early childhood and special education. And so I love those things. I taught in the kindergarten classroom for a couple years. I had subs in a classroom for over a year. And so I can clearly see how that thread, there's a common thread there. Like, now I'm homeschooling my kids. And it's the same it's the same gifts and talents just being used in a different way, right? And so I think if if you ask yourself those things, what gifts and talents has God given me? What has he blessed me with? What do I feel like he's called me to do? How how is he already asking you to do those things every single day, like day in and day out? And I think that's challenging because the answer for me, at least, is like God's already asking you to use these gifts and talents case. And he's asking you to use them in this way and in this capacity. And all the other stuff is not what he's asking you to do right now because he hasn't opened those doors and he hasn't given you those opportunities. He hasn't given you, you know, the platform or the 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 space um, to, to do those things. And so 
what does that what does that look like for you? How can you apply everything that we've been talking about so far to your life? You know, what has God called you to do? What is, what has He created you to do? What are you good at? What are what are some of your gifts and talents? And if you don't know those things, if you if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I like anymore because I don't know who I am. Like I feel really lost as a mom. If you scroll down to the beginning of this podcast. It was specifically designed for moms who feel like they've lost themselves. And so there's a lot about identity. There's a lot about finding time for yourself. There's a lot about just prioritizing you and how to do that in the most like unselfish way possible and why you should do that and why it's important. But please just be warned. They can be, for me, they're a little painful to listen to because I'm like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm just starting out and probably like I'll do in a couple years listening listening back to this if I ever do that. But sometimes when a clip comes up, I'm like, oh, did I really, I really sounded like that. And we really, we really did those things. Okay. So if you're feeling like, I don't even know what I like, I don't know who I am, then I would just encourage you to scroll down like way, way back to the beginning and see if you can find some of those episodes around identity and, um, I think for all of us, and and hopefully this has been encouraging for you. You know, we believe the lie that there's not, there's not time, right? Every everywhere is telling us there's no time. You're out of time. But I believe, and I want to challenge that because I, I believe that as long as we're living and breathing, your heart is beating right now in your chest, your blood is pumping through your veins, your ears are hearing my voice. It's not too late. It's not too late for you and you're not behind because the way God works and operates, which I put him into a box and I kind of tend to think, well, if he hasn't done it by now, then I guess he's probably not going to do it because I'm 30 something years old. So I'm basically ancient and old and past my prime. But obviously those things are not true. God can do more in like, he can do more with a little than we can do with like so much, if that makes any sense. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but may, I mean, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know how to say it, but hopefully the, the dots are connecting for you. He can do more with our little and in, in, in such a little amount of time than we can do over a span of like years of just striving and working and trying to do something that's just not the time to do it or not the season to do it. And I don't think that means that we don't still exercise those gifts and talents, but it's just being mindful of the capacity in which he's called us to do it in this season right now where you are. Because isn't that essentially what time is? It's the present, right? It's the second and the second and the second and the second. That's time. And so right now you have the time. You have the time. And I don't know what he's called you to do, or I don't know what you feel like you want to do, or you know, what you're feeling behind in or how you're feeling not enough. But I hope that this, I hope this episode just reminds you that as long as you're living and breathing and Lord only knows, you know, how long that is for and not to induce any anxiety. I know, I know I'm an anxious person. I have health anxiety. Used to have a like fear of dying. It was my biggest fear. So I get you. I get you if that just like, I'm really sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. Take a deep breath. We're okay. Cause we're still here. Okay. <laughs> And we didn't die at the mention of dying. Um, it's irrational. I know, but I get it. And I've, I've been there too. So if someone just freaked out and like, I can't even talk about it, then I understand. Um, message me. Let's talk about our health anxiety together so we can both feel more normal. Um, but God knows. God knows um, all things. And he has a plan. And 
his timeline is ultimately what we're working with. And we have to learn to surrender to that. And that's not fun. And so there will definitely be more stories to come from She Speaks because, I mean, from crying on Lisa Turkers's property in the middle of her, like, exclusive day for writers to, you know, this reminder in the gym of a yoga studio at the hotel. I've got a lot more that I want to share. Um, so be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the plus sign. That's how you subscribe. If you're on Spotify, I don't know how to do it, but there is, I think there's a subscribe button on Spotify. So make sure you're following. And if this encouraged you in any way, would you either leave a review and let me know what you what you kind of got from this episode? Or you can send me a message. You can send me an email. Um, you can tag me on Instagram at Hey It's Kaysen. The podcast account is at Her Pursuit Podcast. So either one of those or both of those. Um, let me know what you're taking away. But I pray that this blessed you and encouraged you. Remember, friend, there is time. There is time. Do not believe the world's lie that you know you only have this much time or that you're late if your life doesn't look like fill in the blank by now. That's not true. God has good plans for you, and God has a reason for his timing and his timing is perfect. So let's lean into that. Let's surrender to that. And let's trust him in that. Let me pray for you really quick. God, I thank you so much for this sweet woman listening. I thank you for this time where we've just been able to talk about time and the importance of time and a new perspective on time. God, I pray that you would show us how you want to use us in the places and spaces that you've called us into and that you have us in now Help us to be wise with the time, help us to make the most of the time, and help us ultimately to surrender our time to you and live for you in all the things that we do every single day. Thank you for being so good. Thank you for having good plans for us. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you back here next week, friend. Same time, same place.